Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Anna and Tyler Pugh about their wedding at the Hard Rock Hotel at the Universal Orlando Resort. I thought you guys would be interested to hear how they chose the Hard Rock for both their ceremony and their reception, and how they planned everything, and how it all turned out. So welcome, Anna and Tyler. Hi! Hey! Thanks so much for being on the show today. I would love to start at the very beginning and find out how you chose the Hard Rock for your wedding. Absolutely. Thank you for having us, first of all. So when we started looking at planning our wedding, Tyler has a really big family. And we sat down and, you know, we spent like an hour trying to make a list of names just off the top of our heads. And I think, what did we reach, Tyler? Uh, we got we got close to 300 people without being totally like sure that we had everybody listed that we were going to live, uh, that we were going to invite. Wow. So when we hit 300, we both kind of looked at each other, you know, as, as slightly introverted people and we just shook our heads. No, this is not going to happen. So we started looking at alternative ideas and my mom kind of jokingly mentioned Harry Potter world because we're both really huge Harry Potter fans. And, you know, it was kind of like, oh, haha, that's funny. And then we started looking into it. And so at first, our thought was, oh, it'd be really cool if we could, you know, rent out a room in the castle or, you know, the little wand shop in Harry Potter World. And so I started sending some emails and trying to call some people. And I guess they don't do that. So I got, you know, redirected to the hotels, the on-site hotels that Universal has. And so that was kind of how it started. Got it. Okay. And how did you choose what day of the week and time of day you were going to use for your wedding? A lot of that was decided based off of the rules that the hotels work with. So we knew that we wanted to have a smaller venue. And when you start looking at the packages that the hotels offer in terms of the number of people, most of them consider less than 50 or right around the 50 number to be like their intimate weddings. And so that's, we knew we wanted to pick one of those packages and at the Hard Rock and maybe some of the other hotels, but I know for sure at the Hard Rock, if you have an intimate wedding, it has to be on a weekday and you have to be done by 1 PM. So a lot of that was just because that's the way the hotels do it. Interesting. Okay. So then how did your friends and family react when they found out where your wedding was going to be? Most of them were really excited. I think my mom was the only person that didn't handle it that well. (laughs) She, you know, I'm her only daughter and she really envisioned having all her friends there and having a big party. And so she wasn't excited about not having that vision come true, but she kind of came around towards the end. And I think 
you know, she was happy with how it turned out. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. How many guests were you able to invite and how many were able to make the trip? I think we ended up inviting right around 40. What do you think, Teller? I think it was 44 was the final number that we settled on. Right. So we invited around 44, which all of those people would have had to travel from either Tennessee or California or Washington. So, you know, it was a trek for everyone we invited. And unfortunately, we got married two days before the park shut down due to coronavirus. And so we had quite a few people drop out at the last minute. We ended up with nine guests, including our best man and matron of honor. (laughs) So it turned out to be really, really small. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Otherwise, did it affect any of your plans? We had originally uh, intended on staying through the following Thursday, I believe. Mm-hmm. We we love Universal, so we were just going to hang out. Like um, honeymoon. Yeah, and people were, uh, most everybody else was headed back home, but we were going to stay, like I said, a few extra days. So when they ended up deciding they were going to close the parks, that Monday was the first day that they weren't going to be open. We had to rebook flights home for Sunday evening. Uh, so the only thing that it really affected was how and when we ended up traveling home. I see. Okay. Well, hopefully you can do a little do-over honeymoon after this is all over. <laughs> yeah, we've been looking. <laughs> now, which venues did you choose for your ceremony and your reception? So for the ceremony, we chose the lagoon location, which is just a nice grassy area with the water as a backdrop that's on the way between the Hard Rock Hotel and City Walk. And for the reception, we had a reception at the newly renovated Velvet Lounge. That's great. Did you use a local wedding coordinator? So when we signed our contract with Universal, part of our package was to have the Just Married events group as a wedding coordinator. So they assigned a coordinator to me, and I worked directly with them for all of the planning. Oh, that's great. So then since you were working with them, they have preferred vendors for floral and decor. How did you make those decisions of what you wanted? Most of those decisions were very, very easy. I can't recommend highly enough working with the Just Married event group or a wedding coordinator in general. I basically just sent my coordinator an email and said, hey, you know, I need flowers. This is what I'm thinking. Here are some pictures. And they would just send me back the quote and say, okay, yeah, this is great. This is how much it's going to be. Do you want to reserve this? And, you know, I'd just say yes or no. And if I said yes, they'd send me a link to pay for it. And that was it. Wow, that sounds really easy. (laughs) It was. It was. Did you guys add any entertainment to your reception? We didn't. You know, we we had so few people. uh, We we just kind of didn't mess with having music or anything. They had, you know, their own sound system and played, you know, just music that they had for the reception. And did the package through Just Mary include a ceremony musician or how did that work? No, that is, you know, just if you want to book that separately. What we ended up doing is that I just curated a playlist on my phone and then I gave it to one of the coordinators that was there the day of and they had the order that I wanted the songs played and when I wanted them played and they just played them straight from my phone. Oh, that's great. Do you guys have any menu items or cake flavors from your day that you would recommend? 
All of the food and the cake was absolutely delicious. Uh, we were kind of concerned about that because you don't get to have a tasting. They don't offer that like most caterers do. But our cake was really good. What Do you remember the cake flavor, Tom? Yeah, it was. we just had a, a normal chocolate cake with a vanilla frosting. And it was one of the best cakes we have ever had. Yeah, it was really, really good. So when you book your, you know, your package with Universal, they have some like preset cake options that you can choose from so that, you know, you can't just say, oh, this is what I want. Like they have a list that you choose from. And so that was what we decided on. And it was so good. And as far as the food goes, what was it? The lobster mac and cheese bites? Mm -hmm. That was I think by far everyone's favorite that attended. When we left the Velvet Lounge after the reception was over, everybody just kept talking about the lobster mac and cheese bites that we had. It, uh, they were they were absolutely fantastic. We also had a nacho station, which I was kind of worried about with a bunch of you know women in nice dresses, but it worked out really well and it was really really good. They had you know chips and uh, I think they had chicken mm-hmm. and like queso and salsa and so you could just kind of make your own nachos and we had a couple other past hors d'oeuvres and the chocolate covered strawberries which i personally loved wow this all sounds great circling back on the cake since they had the preset flavors that you could pick from did you also have to pick a preset design or were you able to customize what it looked like so they asked for uh, pictures for me to send them kind of inspiration pictures. And then if I wanted any type of like floral added to that, they asked me to either bring it or work with the florist that I was already working with to have that added. I see. Okay. Well, that sounds easy. Can you give my listeners a timeline of how the day ran? Yeah. So like I said, with the package that we had, we had to be finished by about one in the afternoon. So our ceremony was at 1030. I had to wake up at about five in the morning to get ready. So I woke up and my matron of honor and I got ready in my parents' room so that Tyler could sleep in a little bit longer and Tyler and his best man and my brother all got ready in our hotel room. And so our hair and makeup artist uh, showed up. I think she was there at about 5.30. And so she did uh, mine and my matron of honor's hair and makeup. And then about that, by the time she got done, it was time for me to put my dress on. And the flowers were delivered to the room. And then the photographer showed up not long after that. And she took some before pictures with me and my mom and my dad and my matron of honor. And then they escorted everyone else downstairs to where the ceremony was going to be. And then um, Jessica, who was my uh, coordinator, she stayed with my dad and I and escorted us down when it was time for the ceremony to start. Um, I think, how long do you think the ceremony lasted, Tyler? It, it was probably over in about 30 to 35 minutes total. Right. It was a good length. It didn't ramble on for too long. Um, And after the ceremony, we did some group pictures. Like I said, we only had nine guests, so we took pictures with all of our guests. Um, And then after the group pictures, uh, the coordinators led the guests upstairs to the Velvet Lounge, and we stayed and took some more pictures. And then when we were finished with photography, we went up to the reception as well. Um, And so that was probably, what, 1130? Yeah. 11.30, maybe closer to 12. And so then we stayed uh, and had our reception and ate and uh, just kind of spent time with our guests until about one. Wow. Okay. Got it. 
So when you guys were planning, what were some of the most important aspects where you focused your attention or your budget? I think uh, photography was really important to both of us because, you know, after the day, that's kind of what you're left with is your pictures. Um, So I think we were both concerned about having a really good photographer, which Regina is amazing. I think food was important to both of us. And I know the dress was really important to me. And then what aspects were less important where you saved your money or just your effort? I think uh, things like live music, um, you know, it, it, it was just as easy for us to curate a playlist on my phone. Um, we knew that the reception afterwards was just going to, you know, kind of be small and, and not super long because we had to be finished by one in the afternoon. So, you know, we just decided to go with the music that they could play themselves or anything else. Uh, I think there was a lot of different kind of add-ons that we could do, uh, but the group that we ended up going with, you know, the group that everybody that we invited, their main source of entertainment, they all love the parks as well. So we didn't really have to worry about it. They were all They were all itching to get back to the parks as soon as all of it was over anyway. So it was really, it was a good combination of we didn't have to worry about, you know, providing too much entertainment because they all just wanted to get, you know, back to the parks and hang out with us after the fact anyways. So. And we did as well. Yeah. <laughs> so what ended up being each of your favorite memories of your wedding day that's a good question that is a good question i will say mine and the thing i will always remember is so right outside the lagoon area there is a butterfly garden and that is where anna came from like when she was about to walk down aisle and when she first it's just it's a very beautiful area and when she first walked through there just watching her walk through there is something that I'll always remember how beautiful she looked and just, you know, the whole, the whole scene that you could see right then. It was just, it, it's going to be something I remember for the rest of my life. That's wonderful. All right. Mine is a little bit different, but later that night, Tyler and I and his brother, Matt and Matt's daughter, Evan, were still in the parks. We were the only ones that were still in the park riding rides. And we had decided that we wanted to get, a ride picture from our wedding day. And so we decided to do it on the Incredible Hulk roller coaster. So I think we read the Hulk, we rode the Hulk like three or four times in a row because we had to figure out exactly where the camera was and like how to, you know, pose and, and look at it. And so we ended up uh, doing that with, like I said, his brother, Matt, and Matt's daughter, Evan. And so we purchased that ride picture and we have that from our wedding day. So I think that might be my favorite. <laughs> now, did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? Like, it's kind of an odd answer because a lo- I think a lot of people would think that getting married and having all this stuff happen right before the wedding, you know, the announcement that Disney's closing and Universal is closing. And so people, you know, every time we talk about the wedding, I, people really, oh, I'm sorry that it you know didn't work out the way that you wanted and I think people put too much stress on things going perfectly right. because it, it really, I don't remember anything going poorly. It was, it was coordinated very well. Um, I will say the only thing that could have gone slightly better, but it's a little bit funny. So we had never met 
our officiant prior to the ceremony. And so, you know, I walked down the aisle and, you know, everything's great. Everything's going good. And he starts to like read out of his book and he called me Anne instead of Anna. (laughs) So I think that is the only thing that I would change about the day is to make sure that he knew what my name was. I did after he said it three or four times, I just kind of stopped him. I was like, it's okay, but my name's Anna. Um, And he got it right the rest of the time. Huh. And then it seems like you guys were pretty relaxed about this, especially considering the situation at the time. Was there anything that seemed like a big deal beforehand or you were worried about and then it turned out not to be a big deal? We were really concerned about our guests coming and getting sick. Yeah. Um, so thankfully, when we got home, nobody, no, no one from our party ended up being sick. But, you know, both of my parents um, are, my mom is over 60 and my dad's over 70. Um, so we were really concerned about them getting sick. Our, uh, Tyler's best man and my matron of honor, they're married. And so his best man's uh, mom came cause we're close with her as well. And, uh, you know, she's a little bit older. So we worried about her getting sick and we actually made Tyler's mom stay home and not attend our wedding because she's, you know, really high risk. And we were really concerned about her getting sick as well. Um, so we were definitely stressed about that and stressed about, you know, the parks closing down and us not getting to have our wedding. But, you know, we, we got lucky that, you know, we got it in just in time. Yeah. That's wonderful. Is there anything you would have done differently knowing what you know now? I really don't think so. I think everything pretty much went exactly how we wanted it to. Yeah. Uh, like I said, the only thing that I would really change about our event is to make sure that um, our officiant knew what my name was prior to the ceremony. <laughs> and, and if you could, you know, try to choose not to uh, have a wedding right before a uh, worldwide pandemic breaks out, that's probably a, a good move. But <laughs> other than that, everything else went pretty well. Yeah, I agree. Especially <laughs> all things considered, it went pretty well. That is sound advice. <laughs> Do you have any other tips or advice for future couples, maybe those who are looking for an alternative to a Disney wedding or they're big fans of Universal? Yeah, I think Universal is a great place to get married. Mm-hmm. The entire event staff did an absolutely amazing job. Um, so I definitely think checking out Universal is worth it because I know there's especially if you do an intimate wedding like we did, there's a substantial price difference. You know, a lot of people when you're like, oh, yeah, we're getting married at Universal. They're like, oh, gosh, I'd hate to know what that's going to cost. But it really wasn't any more expensive than doing something at home would have been. So I think it's a really good alternative to a Disney wedding. And my biggest advice would for anybody getting married, pictures. Like there, if there's one thing that you will always cherish. It's the pictures. I mean, you have memories from the day and all that, but everything else is just sort of a blur. I mean, it really is. And, but the pictures that you get and don't be afraid if there's like a certain type of picture that you want, or you want to do, you know, something silly or, you know, something kind of romantic off to the side away from everybody else. All those things are, you know, Regina made sure that we have those pictures Mm -hmm. and just making sure that you get you try to capture as many memories as you can in a uh, like in a photograph. That that's probably my biggest piece of advice. I agree. That's wonderful advice. 
Well, Anna and Tyler, I think you've offered a lot of great advice for anyone who's interested in getting married in Orlando or at Universal. And I appreciate your taking the time. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. In the meantime, send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show site, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at fairytaleweddingsguide.com.